Coming right at you on this episode of The Chopper, we jump it off with Chrisette Michelle and her inauguration performance and why that was a thing or why it shouldn't have been a thing. And as we discuss that, we'll talk about the engagement that we're going to have with Trump during this administration or the non-engagement that we're going to have. And then once we're done with that, we're going to move into the social chop. And there was a dust up in the conscious community amongst two quote unquote leaders. And we're going to talk about the need of a leader or HNIC for the movement, or is there even a need for one? And then we're going to close it up with the excellence chop. We got people out here doing big things, buying back the block, headlining music festivals and running for office, setting it out. And you already know we got the dope music. This episode is the Vader Take Over. You got my boy Vader Honcho laces up with two dope tracks. I think y'all gonna like it. Y'all just stay tuned, kick back, relax. You already know this is the chop up. This is the chop up. This is the chop up. This is the chop up, and no one can do it live. My name is Cam G, the coolest. Allow me to do the honor. I'm with my sister Toya G, and she's straight out of KC. Moved to the West Coast, but still gon' keep it G. We got together to give the people something that's free. The chop up should come off organically, cause on the mic, on the phone, we gonna have these conversations anyway. And make sure you chop it up with us on the social media. And you can chop up any day, cause you can stream us in any place. And then I say I was Cam G, the coolest. Had to reel you in if you never knew us Straight from Dallas, Texas, making OG maneuvers And this is a recording where no one can do it live up. This is the chop up This is the chop up This is the chop up, I'm so glad to be back This is Cam G, the coolest And this is your girl Toya G, what's going on KG? <sighs> feeling good, feeling great, feeling great Glad to be back on the chop up, what's up with you? The same thing, for real. You know, we've been gone for a minute. I know I've been uh, hot and heavy into the year since it started. So, you know, I, I'm just definitely happy to be sharing this time going back and forth with you real quick. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, new year, new stuff going on. I know you, you, was, uh, you was moving around. And it, I didn't even realize it when you first told me you was going to D.C., but you were, you were in D.C. during the time of the inauguration night. I know you didn't go, but like, definitely. Let's let to clarify. Like, like I was not there for yeah, the yeah, inauguration. Yeah. Um, Donald Trump did ask me to perform. He asked me to come and say some words <laughs> and speak to the people, and I respectfully declined because I have so many other better things to do, right, including right. um going to speak at the Women's Debate Institute, uh, sparking change presentation and fundraiser, as well as with a joint effort with the uh, DC Urban Debate League, and so I was mm-hmm. kind of out there um, taking. Um, some of my efforts and some of my opportunities to share some thoughts about what sparking change meant, particularly at a time we elected somebody like Donald Trump. And um, it was cool. It was very um, different, to say the least. Um, mm-hmm. To go my first time to D.C. during this particular time was maybe, I won't say a bad idea because I went out there for a purpose and it wasn't just a vacation. But right. I definitely, you know, I didn't like it as much as I think I would have and will mm. When I go back during the time when it's not so much frenzied and focused on something, so whatever, and with a lot of different people and a lot going on, it was just a very anxious kind of, you know, environment. And so, uh, I mean, it was it was cool for what it was. I definitely had to stay with a friend of mine from from grad school. I really appreciated nice, her nice. Um, letting me catch some couch space and just relax and showing me <laughs> around. Um, I had some vegan soul food. Um, nice. For the first time, some vegan nice. um, macaroni and cheese, as a matter of fact, which was okay. 
Uh, I'm in love, K. Yeah. K- KG, I'm in love. Um, it's so it's you know crack. I'm going in May. So. What's crack? Are you allergic to crack? <laughs> because <laughs> wait, it's crazy. Wait. Allergic it's crack to in it. Oh shit. Okay. And it's laced with something <laughs> amazing. I won't. I don't know if it's a new. Like there are no animal byproducts in it, but where they take those out, that's dope. they put that's a dope. whole new. Um. I don't know what it is, it, but it changed my life personally. And so shout out to New Vegan out there off of like 6th, 7th in Georgia off the um, off the Howard campus. Like, okay. it, it goes down in New Vegan. Like, I didn't even get to appreciate it like I wanted to because I wasn't feeling the best. But the macaroni that I had changed my life. And it wow. even did so after, uh, hours after uh, I had had it in my possession because I couldn't eat it immediately. And so, um, yes. So you the, did get to The answer to is yes. So you did get to explore the city a little bit? Just a little bit. It was a very small kind of corner of it. I did ride through it, um, you know, on my shuttles and my transportation on the way in and out the city. So I did, you know, stuck glued to the window. Um, I went to their Chinatown. My event that okay. I spoke at was out in that general area or whatever. So um, I went to the, the, the Chinatown area and then um, spoke at the Impact Hub, which is, I think, a popular kind of venue for different community events and it was nice up in there so it was it was it was lit what i yeah. saw was was nice and for what it was outside of the instant anxious feelings that, that i that i started to feel when i got off the plane hmm. um it was it was good business this tension in there it was it was sticky it was a lot of <laughs> anti-blackness in there i'm gonna be real i'm gonna call mm. it what it is it was a lot mm. of anti anti-woman anti-queer anti-other in the air and it was very weird. I will tell you, can I share with you the most, I think, startling thing that I experienced while I was there? Go ahead, go ahead. Um, the cognitive dissonance or like the just let me let me like not overly academicize this, like just the the like the separation that I was mm-hmm. going through in my head, trying to like both put together and deal with, but both kind of separate and understand was like black and brown people, poor black and brown people, and even poor people in the streets selling, you know, um, uh, Make America Great Again hats and mm. all this Trump stuff. It was very, it was interesting. It was something, you know, and I call it kind of dissonance but that, because that's what, you know, I've been taught to understand it as when you perpetuate kind of your own disenfranchisement or you do things that you don't logically think you know, or don't counter, I mean, or, or don't, I'm sorry, are not intuitive or don't kind of make sense, but mm-hmm. they're done in a way that makes sense. And what I mean by that is like, you are selling propaganda for a person that directly cuts against who you are as a human being. However, you are doing so, so that you can survive and pay your bills and pay your rent and do what you need to do because you know there is a demand for this particular product. The same way you probably did maybe during the Obama elections. Maybe this is not new for you. Every four years, you know, it's a good chance to make some bread off who's ever running. But it was one specific instance, and I'll say this and we'll jump into the actual show, where mm-hmm. this black man was out yelling, don't go home a loser, don't go home a loser, be like Trump, go home a winner, don't go home a loser like Hillary and the protesters, go home what? a winner, get your Trump gear today. What? That was his corner speech. Like his that kinda, is terrible. His pandering speech was go home a winner, go home like Trump, don't go <laughs> home a loser like Hillary and the protesters, get your Trump gear today. And, I and that's said, all they cared about was winning. That was it. 
You know what I'm saying? And, and all he cared, that, he cared so much about making bread that he had to a prop up somebody who don't give two snots about him, and b demean people who, even if not Hillary, the protesters and people who you know, because you generalize them. So we, I'm gonna right. just say you're talking about Black Lives Matter because they definitely mm-hmm. protested the, the the campaign that day when I was. No, there. they didn't start start saying. They started saying. Uh, Black Lives Matter protesters, then it just kind of faded into protesters. So mm-hmm. yes, that is mm-hmm. that is correct. So you were talking about them, and these just people out here, you know, fighting for you, for your right to live and exist. Mm-hmm. And so it just was so wild to be a part of an environment where you just so actively see people doing things that are against their own existence and, and reasonabilities. But what can you do? I say no, mm-hmm. and kept it pushing, and 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 just you know thought hopefully. About the next four years we went into, and I kept doing doing what I was there to do. And so, I spoke. Right I had a good time. I made some connections, and I came what, back home. What? What? I, well, one thing I did want to ask you because I just haven't. I've never asked you is uh, like, how does it feel to like be doing your thing now? Like, just doing you, doing your thing, showing up somewhere. You know, spreading your knowledge to the people. I know you you've been doing that, but kind of like you know, on your own now. Well, as far as it's out I mean, of the debate world. Running a higher definition uh, leadership and empowerment coaching is something different and new for me. It's um, a new endeavor that I'm really hoping get some legs and some feet. I've had a lot of great opportunities to do so. Interestingly enough, at the mm-hmm. event I spoke at, uh, the student body president of Saddleback College, which is a college about probably an hour and some change away from where I am right now, was there mm-hmm. in the room. Wow. And was by the time I finished talking, walked up to me along with one of her people she was there with and was like, oh, my goodness, you were so great. Uh, we were texting the whole time you were talking. We would love to see if you could come <laughs> and speak at Saddleback. And so nice. opportunity is finding me. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I'm just excited about um, just doing my own thing and doing what I'm passionate about. You know, one yeah. of the things I, I wrote under a post that I put on like Instagram was... I'm really excited and I'm really enjoying, you know, pursuing my passion. Mm-hmm. And, and it's very fun to me. It's very affirming to me and it's very exciting to me to introduce powerful leaders to themselves. And so mm-hmm. that's what I've been trying to do, you know, and I think that's my angle of, you know, what higher definition is all about is just teasing out and helping people uncover and discover what, you know, powerful things that they can do. And not just in the sense that you got to run stuff or be in command or be in the front or own a business or be in an organization. But sometimes being a leader just means like not following people, like not being a mm. follower. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's not that hard to think about. Yeah. Like you just stop being a follower, do your own thing, think your own thoughts, be your own person and do so with the confidence and the execution of somebody who's been here before. And even if you haven't, you know, that is a good time. If any of it, not every time it's a time to fake it till you make it, but but these are times mm-hmm. where, you know, just <laughs> put it on for a second. Try on some confidence. Try on some mm-hmm. discipline. Try on some positivity and see how it fits you. And I think you'll be surprised and you start to like it. Um, wow. I, and, and that's what I'm telling you. got me pumped. <laughs> I'm live. I that's feel better. I'm, I'm feeling good. I'm sell- that's all I'm selling. You know, people talking about what you're selling. I'm feeling good. That's what I'm selling. Hey, I love it. I love it. I'm glad I I'm ah, just glad to know you, my sister. This is I'm just excited to, to see this journey. Hey, so. and, and we rocking in it together because you know we all got stuff we out here trying to do. Yeah, um, definitely, definitely. Speaking of people out here trying to just, you know, make it. 
and, and do what they're supposed to be doing and do what they can um, to, to make some bread. Let's get into the entertainment shop. Very interestingly, the inauguration, you know, not only brought on, you know, the, the riots, the March on Washington, the, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a lot of interesting commentary about how many people were in the crowd, all of that kind of crazy stuff. But black people specifically were confronted before, during and now after the elections with, you know, who in their right mind is going to be messing with Donald Trump. <laughs> and, you know, T.I. did his thing kind of calling out. Uh, people he called out. Who's your boy from the from the um, Ravens? Obviously, read his name Ray Lewis. Ray Lewis, Steve Harvey, yeah, Mar Martin Luther King, the third, the third, and uh-huh. looking like it, Boondocks. Lord, okay, it showed um, up on Martin Luther King Day to go meet with the man. Um, yeah, his father Steve Harvey looked so disgusted. Um, that that was just I just sunk when I saw that. Like I thought I would be like kind of unaffected by what Trump doing. Like I oh, okay. I saw that I was like wow. Yeah, Emma, for real dog. Like really? somebody should beat somebody should beat your ass. Like, <laughs> you know, like I was really, oh, that, that just, he looked like Boondocks. Like basically, I know he looked like a cartoon character. <laughs> he looked like a cartoon character, and I'm rolling this but, man because. But he did not act like you know. I'm uh, rolling this man because I I just feel like it's so. Ah, just I don't know. Like I mean, we'll get to it. I guess somebody I don't know. Does somebody have to do this dirty work? That's a question we we we're opposing and asking. But but we're like, not why, getting nothing why out you, of this. Why you? Why now? Why this? Yeah. Like why this day? Like Kanye? Let's not forget he slid up in there. And yes, yes, up real quick. yes. Um, just uh, I'm over it. You know what I'm saying? Like, and is then, this the place like the designated black people meeting area at the Trump <sighs> Tower? Like, is he? The white folks on this this meeting too. I was already, was you know what I'm saying. Designated area, like only go let the niggas here. <laughs> I, <laughs> I I don't know, like I'm speechless. I'm I I won't say I'm opinionless, but I just I don't know how to explain like a whole lot of this. And then we have, I think the really most touchy example here lately is Chrisette Michelle. Um, mm, yeah. she made the decision to go and sing. Um, I think with Travis Green or something like that at the performance. I didn't watch it. I wasn't interested in seeing what they sung or how it went. Nah, I didn't see that. Nah. But um, here is what she said. And I kind of want to use that as leverage or as a, a connecting piece, a bridge, if you will, into what we're oh, going to be talking about. I see what you did there. Yeah. Uh, nice. nice. Finesse. All right. Yeah. Uh, so, Chrisette Michelle, post on Instagram. She says... We can't be present if we're silent. My heart is broken for our country, for the hopes of our children, for the fights of those who came before us. I cry at the thought of the, of the thought that black history, American history might be in vain. This country has had great moments. God has shined his light upon us. Today, I hope that great moments begin in peaceful and progressive conversation. I am will, willing to be a bridge. See what I did there. I don't mind these stones if they allow me to be a voice for the voiceless. I am here. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., their favorite example that they like to pull on when they some nonsense is afoot, once said, our lives begin to end the day we become silent about what matters. I am here representing you, didn't ask for that, because this is what matters, Chrisette Michelle. Hashtag no political genius. Mm. Um, I love what you added there. Perfect. I just thought I would just make some things very clear. I see about how, mm, I'm, how much I'm not here for this. Yeah, she was she was really better off just saying, "Hey, y'all, I'm I'm broke. 
I needed the bread. You know, and that's been a general conversation. It's just keeping a stack. I would have took it. I would have been like, oh, okay, shit. And I think that the criticism <laughs> that makes the most about that makes the most sense about what she did or what she should have done. Because I mean, we could say what she should have done and how she should have took the money. But if you was being wise, you would have maybe kept some of it. Okay, because I heard she got paid somewhere like near, like he was offering like seven hundred and fifty thousand. Yeah. Right. So say for instance, that's the actual figure. Right. Take a hundred thousand of that and pick your favorite three black organizations, or really take all of it. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But if you that take half of it and flip it and go give it to the people who he don't want to have that money. That's how you work that. That's how you move that around. That's how you justify going in and being kind of what I call, you know, if I call myself anything, I'm like an Afro-structural racist. What is, I mean, I'm Afro-structural racist. Afro-structural realist. And what I mean by Afro-structural realism is, of course, understanding things from an Afrocentric, Black-centered point of view, right? I always keep that in my mindset. I am looking at the world through a lens of identifying anti-blackness, identifying moments of respectability, identifying moments where my people are being targeted and being done wrong, and I'm here to, like, reject that, right, in the spaces that I occupy. So that's the Afro part. Then the um, structural part deals directly with the fact that I understand that my work is better done and my skills are better done working within structures, within systems. The system that I work in currently is the academic system, right? That is a system by which exists against, right, black and brown people, against black people, works to substantially keep them down. And I exist in it in a very particular way where I have power. I have the ability to do something special, right? And then the realism part is the part where I very clearly understand and feel as though we are in a position of dualisms, right? We are one side against the other. There is a system of attack. I feel like there is a plan against people. And this is a very realist way, right, of understanding mm-hmm. and interpreting the world, right? There is a threat, current and imminent, against black people, against uh, people that I identify with, against women, right, against queer people, against people whom are vulnerable to power. And the way that it exists. So Afrostructural realists have the obligation in that world to go into systems, understanding agendas, understanding threats, understanding who they're working for and representing, and doing things to basically implode the system from the inside out. You know what I'm saying? Mm, yeah. Like, that's yeah. kind of... I, I said a lot. I said a mouthful. But basically, that's what I want Chriselle, Chriselle Michelle to do. Go I'm inside. I'm taking notes, though. I'm cool. Afro, <laughs> I've never... You know, we talk Afrostructural realism. Realism. Right, that realist. Yeah, like I'm an Afrostructural realist. And that's a phrase that I just kind of made up, right? That is something that I've I decided to identify myself as just in terms of where I am. Like I'm definitely mm-hmm. always in the school systems, not giving my students that are black and brown a, a, and a comp- I'm giving them a competitive edge, but I'm not tipping the scales in their favor. I'm just making sure that I am focused and intent on making sure that those students don't, don't, don't get left behind. Right. Mm. I'm very intentional about the ways by which I interact with those students to ensure that they are not subject to the ways that, you know, these real threats of violence exist. And by violence, I don't mean like somebody's going to shoot and kill them. I mean, the susceptibility they have to fall in prey to statistics. Mm -hmm. Right. To to be in another number to blending into the bag and trying to be mindful of that and being insistently mindful of that, both in my classroom practices and in my coaching practices about how I can mediate that particular issue. That is what you have to do. You have to go in and find resources and use those resources 
um, as a person with agency on the inside and connect people who need them to those resources, right? You got to move some stuff around. You have to, I'm not going to say, you know, I, I ain't, I ain't going to say what I want to say because, you know, why, I got a job oh, because okay. I got a, cause okay. I got a job, okay. but at the same time, uh, just understanding who you need to be, where you need to be there and what you need to be doing in certain positions and situations as a person who is both black and with power, a, a degree of it right? for what, for whatever it's worth. You know what I mean? And I just, I feel like that's our responsibility so, and that's the position I take. So with Christy Michette should Christette Michelle. just say, you say, I, you know, I'm just going to be messing up shit, but anyway, yeah. <laughs> if she going, um, if she, if she broke and she like announces that, that she, and she still needs to use some of that money towards the implosion of the, of the system. Like, is that what you're saying? Like, I'm here for it. I ain't even. Yeah. I'm not saying you always have to be like, "Hey, I'm broke, so this is what I'm doing." Yeah, I'm but, just. I'm being. I'm, but, I'm exaggerating, but you know. Yeah, course, and she came yeah. out and was like, "Hey, I'm about this money. Yeah, this is an opportunity for me to go ahead and make some mm-hmm. bread off of somebody who you know is paying me to do a job that I do." Mm-hmm. Hey. Grinding but great, I, but don't but sit up here fluff, and hide behind this fluff, rhetoric. Exactly. Yeah, like, all that like, fluff she gave us. And then drop the MLK. Like, you, you got to stop. Like, you know, that's, you know. Our just, lives begin to end the day we become silent about what matters. Why you been silent about these types of issues all the way up to this point? I ain't heard Chrisette Michelle never, make no sweeping gestures about nothing. That The first thing, I, the reason why I messed up the name, because at first I was like, who? Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> I know ain't nobody, but, you know, just. You didn't pop about the inauguration. Now you, you know, you didn't came back with this. It's goofy. Then dropped the MLK quote. That just that every time somebody does that, just and this just, whole I am uh, here representing you. Like I don't owe you my gratitude. Yeah. I did not call you. Um, you I think the that. phrase is "Don't come for me unless I send for you." Um, I, I, I thought that, that was the agree- that was the covenant. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I think when when Kenya Moore <laughs> spoke those words into existence, they they truly solidified like relations for how things should go. Don't you come for me unless yeah. you've been sent for, and that both means in terms of attack and when you feel like you represent me and my interest in what I'm moving around and doing. I didn't I didn't ask you for that. That's the covenant. I did not ask you for that. And so Spike Lee, you know, is like, no ma'am, no ham, and told her, you know, Mm -hmm. I was going to use your songs and my stuff, and now I ain't using it no more. She pretends to care it's not, but whatever. Mm -hmm. And I I just, I don't know. So, like, so we're we're just, we're not engaging with Trump at all? Is it something that we're just, we're not doing? You know, we've just, we've heard Malcolm speak on this before, um. Yeah, like, I don't know. Like, we talked, The Ballad of the Bullet was an episode we had very recently, right? Where Mm -hmm. we kind of said the conclusion of that, based on what George Lee talked about, what Lost Tribe was, the message they were getting out was, um, if it is conscious engagement, we've got to engage. I think that's what's missing. Mm -hmm. It's Um, it's not, that's not what's happening. So what do you, what do you think? What 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 is happening? Like they they come out talking about, oh yeah, he's a good man, and Steve Harvey's face really just got me. Like, <laughs> you know, I'm like, nah, you lying, man. Stupid. Yeah, yeah. He and then he was bringing up Obama. Like every other line was like Obama this, Obama like Obama sent him there. Like bro, 
Obama ain't sent you there, bro. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you lying, man, with that big ass suit. And you know, Obama ain't finna get back on and be like, yeah, I ain't sent Steve. You know, he's not gonna get up there and pay attention to this nonsense. You're not fighting with hokey pokey over here. You 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 invoking Obama. So he's not funny. He's not gonna make a statement like I did not send. Steve Harvey to meet Donald. He's just gonna let it. <laughs> you just get to lie on him for no reason. Yeah, you just get to lie. Yeah. That was just that was terrible. Wasn't it? I mean, sure. All, you know? all of them been looking crazy to me coming out off the elevator. Kanye yeah, too. Me. I don't, don't want to. Kanye, I don't want to answer any questions. I just want to take photos right now. I just want to take Kanye, pictures Kanye with Donald too. Trump. Yes, yeah, no, I'm yeah, I don't. I don't want to answer any questions. No, thank you. I don't like. All right, bro. Yeah. Um, I but I like the question remains. What is the standard of responsibility? Like, I'm pretty sure Donald Trump has not been the most, the first, rather, um, you know, scary kind of, uh, displacing, uh, discontenting president. It's got to be a mm-hmm. whole bunch of other people who have probably been very intimidating and very scary to have in office, um, and very nerve wracking and very just terrible and 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 historically leaders and black people have gone you know to have conversations and so Mm -hmm. do we is he that is he so terrible that we say that our you know people who i won't say represent black people because nobody really is a representative of black people these days or in general Mm -hmm. um but people Mm -hmm. of who are black who represent particular parts of our culture Speak their peace or speak their speech. Are they? Al- yeah. <laughs> speak. Yes. We gonna see. I ain't got time. Oh my goodness. We gonna get into Umar Johnson in a minute. But uh, who you know should they be able to go and speak that, and say what they gotta say? So yeah, are we? Are yeah. we? Are we with, saying yeah with or the, no? With the with the people yeah, that yeah are, they not gonna have conscious engage engagement. They they've yet to show that ever. Like, I just get yeah, because I don't be out know. There just be you know speaking our speech. You know today. I'm my thing is like, about this. like, <laughs> like they, they Kanye they, went. Go ahead, mother. I just don't. I don't see the the back and forth going back towards some real change with the the ones that are that are in power. I don't and, see and that yeah. happening at all. Yeah, I just that's. I feel like he's made it very clear a whole lot of his positions yeah. and how he's so moving So we have to stuff. draw more inward towards each other, rely on each other that much more. But here's my mm-hmm. other criticism of it too, even with drawing inward, like yeah. When did Kanye like so apparently Kanye went and talked about Chicago communities? When did Kanye go to Chicago communities and talk and turn inward to them and say, What you want me to tell this man? What you want me to tell this nigga? You know what I'm saying? Like, when did Steve Harvey you know, he'll that. talk to Obama, but you didn't go talk to no other black people about what I need to be sending. What's the message? Like, I don't feel like they even went and consulted with any of the average black people whom are, I'm using air quotes and y'all can't see me, but depending <laughs> on them to be mouthpieces, you know, for our culture and for our needs and stuff like that. Like y'all say, this is the job we got to do. But what is you telling this man? Because you ain't talked to nobody around here. But in, they not even saying nothing when they coming out. Exactly. They not saying nothing. They ain't said a damn thing. And you know what I think? When you talking to the money man, you come out with nothing to really talk about. You didn't got some money. You didn't got some money. You didn't got some money. So I don't so, know. They they just all come out looking different. <laughs> Starry eyed and real glazed. All over of them. And it's, it's consistent. It's cons- 
Like to me, I'm like, whoa! Like I've seen you on TV uh, several times before, and you never look like that at all. Like it's scary. Ray um, Lewis, like he had the look. Yeah, it's just I, it I'm make not you. Sure. It make it's you think. Like, no, you think, we don't you think they out there getting high with Donald Trump? You know they say he would be on that stuff. Yeah, he be he be snoring. They I mean, go there and get on that stuff. See, B. when you roll around, I don't know. They, they some of them probably do partake. Some of them just probably just uh, turn it down. No, nah, I don't get down like that. Or yeah, let me hit that shit. Yeah, or something. I'm not. I'm I not sure about. I'm not sure about the percentages on that, but <laughs> I can't speak speculate who out there hitting hit lines. <laughs> I just know you going there. I I don't want to say you up there getting the bump, but if you up there, who like who knows who I don't. I they don't have, but they we we able to to do this because they ain't said shit at they, all. They ain't told and us. So it's all speculation. They ain't told us nothing. So and we get to do that. I don't like. I just but but going back to what we was kind of you know really predicating it on. What should yeah, our relationship be to Donald Trump? What do you think it should be? Black people. Just, I mean, any minority group. Like, what should our relationship be to Donald Trump? Like, is it, you said, you said it yourself, but it ain't really worth making no demands. They're not going to go far. Yeah. He ain't going to listen. Mike Pence ain't yeah. listening. Whew, the Republican a... Party, the Congress, and the House. They ain't, mm-mm. they ain't did it. They the not, House and the Senate, they really. Not. They not. Mm. It's like, I mean, our only own people in our communities. You see how they voted. You see how they acted. I seen it with my own two two eyes. At you know the inauguration and just that general environment. It's people. That, uh, that it's like, people dedicated. Way. It's people dedicated, bro. Mm-hmm. So like, what? I don't know. I ain't mm. saying you got to have the answer. I just I'm sitting up here thinking like, what are we supposed to do? Damn, need to ask Sway because uh, yeah, how Sway? Because uh. I'm 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 really not sure. That's what, that's my my answer was seemed generic, but turn inward. But it gotta be really, a way. We gotta watch. We gotta really watch what's really going on in our in our local, uh, nationally and abroad. Like what is what's going on everywhere? Because I mean, um, he just signed we, in we executive just, we orders. We're unsure of this guy. Like we don't we don't know what he's gonna do. Did you so. see the executive orders he signed? into action today no no I so uh the first one is to kill the tpp the trans-pacific uh partnership which is uh, our portal to trade obama. with china which is what obama set up right a cornerstone piece of legislation for him um uh, and try to resurrect i guess nafta or whatever the north american what is it fair trade agreement free, yeah free yeah. trade agreement mm-hmm. um and then what else? Uh, he put a gag order on global abortions, and that scared me so bad. I didn't even really read up about it. Whoa. Um, but yeah, he legit stopped abortions. Um, them is about to be out of here. Um, let me see. He also did something else. I think something with jobs. Oh, yeah. He signed an executive order to freeze all federal government hiring. I believe for the next four years or indefinitely or for now, but oh. like, yeah, like you can't get hired into the federal government for like the next four years. So like my homeboy, for example, uh, shout out to Cove in uh, North Carolina. He works for the, I believe housing discrimination. 
mm-hmm. department or works for um, some federal office and uh, applied for a raise or uh, applied for another position and was like, well, there's that. Um, because that wow. halts any even transitions, I think, in terms of, of moving around. But think about jobs. Wow. And for job, whole departments that were opened and designed to facilitate, you know, some what? of this employment just gone. Wow. So, what is this? I've, I didn't hear about this. Wow. Quick. Like, what is that? Wow. What was Not this to mention. In the... So he starts stripping. Like he starts stripping down. He starts strip, stripping down. Um, Obamacare day one, by the way. So yeah, yeah. Wow. There's that. So this. How this do you talk a, to somebody like that? What do you say to somebody like that? This is. This is dangerous. Is what it um. What it seems to be. Yeah. What do you? What do you? What do you say? What do you do? How do you respond? How do you react to somebody who's just like? Yeah, I'm, I'm just I'm here with broad strokes in my pen. Keep in mind, he did these things in a room full of white folk. Well, a room full of white men. Let me be very specific mm-hmm. about you know the audience he had as he signed and commemorated these moments where he began to just totally untangle what not just a president but even precedents before him set up to be white man standard. Friends. You know what I'm saying? So I, it's ugly. And I just don't know what black leader, what do you have to say? And this gets us into our kind of next topic here in a, in a, in a way, a flash of it. But who who are we sending? Like, who goes? Who is the, are we sending? At first, we, we could send Kendrick and Beyonce in there to holler at Barrio and yeah. all types. Of, who is our liaison? They didn't even no fire Stacey Dash from, from Fox News. She ain't even had no job no more. <laughs> she's, she's not no longer needed. She's yeah. out of the gig push that message no we good so wow this is uh the enigma as we move I think forward foolish of me like thinking i'm just gonna be able to like ignore trump or you know like that's yeah that's not that's not a thing he's gonna find his way into your into your business somehow yeah so i i, I guess i think what you said though Honestly, is the most important thing to focus on. You just got to stay close, connected, and plugged into what's happening around you most yeah. immediately because, I mean, that's where, I mean, I think the things really reverberate. If you're paying attention to what people are doing and how they're moving, you know, on your front door, at least, you know what I'm saying, like maybe in, a, in the grander scheme of things, it might get thick and it might get tough, but at least on your day-to-day, you can know, you know, and be mindful of how stuff is, is shaping your future and say month to month and year to year until we can try to get some change up in there. So, so that's where we at. We, we staying linked up with the people nearest us and keeping an eye on what's going on. Is, yeah. is that, is that how we got to navigate that? That's the bottom line. I think that's what, that's what Malcolm when he said the ballot of the bullet, uh, we try to use our ballots or we decided not to. Um, and that didn't work, and that's not to be critical of one politic or the other. But now that we've seen what the ballot got us, um, you know, we are we are faced with the front of you know looking the bullet in the face, and so now we got to do some dodging. Now we got to do some moving around. Um, I don't think the ballot or the bullet has to be our demise. That decision, either way it goes, doesn't have to be the end of us. We we just gotta think hard and stay dedicated to goals and stay dedicated to each other. Right on, Afro structural realism. Yeah, that's that's what I'm. That's what I believe in. Oh, that's dope. That's dope. Okay. Afro structural realist, baby. 
Shoot, well, I think with that we can we try to move on to some music. Let's jam real quick. Let's jam real quick. What we got? Yeah, we got um we got my boy Vader Hancho from the uh VaderMG.com. Uh my boy. We I've been knowing him a long time, long time and uh was was peeping his SoundCloud for a little bit and I was like, Hey bro, let me let me get some music for the show. So uh, I plan on like we gonna link up and just chop it up. Old mm-hmm. school, right <laughs> can't say that should. now, but but should. it's but it's dope when you know I hit up people and you know they send the music. It's, it's love, so uh, definitely appreciate it. And uh, if you're trying to figure yeah. out how to do that, um, what, what oh, where should yeah. they send their music? Where 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 can our listeners go ahead and that is to that is the t h e chop up email at gmail dot com. Yeah, the t h e chop up at the chop up y'all. email at gmail.com. Yeah, the chop smile. up email at gmail.com. It's smile. all good. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> but your, your boy nah, Vader, though. Yeah, Vader Hancho. We got the next track coming up is Skywalker. And y'all can find him at cross social media at Vader Hancho or Vader Mondo. His personal page is Lord Vader Hancho. And this first track is uh, Skywalker. So we're going to check out his jam. Tell me what y'all think. Skywalker. Skywalker, let's go. Yep. Hi, once again, that is Skywalker with my boy Vader Hancho. Appreciate that, dog. Skywalker, Vader. The vibe was Vader. real. I love it. Yeah, we, we digging that, so we appreciate that. We're going to jump right into the social chop. Now, we, we talked we talked earlier about, like, who are we sending? Who, who are black people sending? Um, we, <laughs> recently, we recently had, like, the little scuffle about a month ago, so the dust has settled. 
And I know who we, we I know who we ain't thinking, sending. I know who we, we know, ain't sending. We know who we aren't sending. <laughs> well, why don't you let them know who we not sending to <sighs> to speak on our behalf? Man, we, we had a few in the last that last semi that we already know that's not our behalf. We got a couple more. Yeah. So you know who can't go to nothing that got to do with me. Um, your boy Dr. Umar Johnson and young General Sarah Sete. Or however Sarah said he Sarah Sete. However yeah. you put it out there and speak it yeah. into existence, whatever I don't want to keep it. Uh can't neither man one of them. Fools. Like literally fools. <laughs> literally fools. I don't want it. Keep whatever you got. Keep whatever you trying to sell, yo. These nutcases is out here really wilding and trying to be like, like, what is this H and I C complex? Where what do you sure. call what they call themselves? When they giving themselves titles? Oh my lord! It was it's the uh, the prince of consciousness. Yeah. Like what? The the and king then, the king of prince of consciousness the king of and consciousness the, and the general. I don't know. General, don't know. what? Like, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, people I'm like, you don't already... gotta. Like, that's what killed our, our ego kills us, man. It's just, and that's. I just saw an inflation of that, like, times a million on that video. Like, if y'all know the uh, little rant we talking about, but it's. Oh, that so, was, so that was really rant, disturbing. Let's, let's preface it just in case y'all need to brought back to your memory, right? The rant um, occurred. When was this? Maybe three or four weeks ago. Maybe a solid month ago. It's still January. This was in the month of January. Where Dr. Umar Johnson, you really saw his video first. But honestly, the General Sarasetti video came out. Where um, they're kind of going back and forth. Sarasetti used PowerPoints, does this, does that. Has comments about leaders and, you know, who's a leader, this, that, and the other. And basically... It's it's and I'm being very scant with the, the description of it because yeah, it's all just yeah. so stupid. Yeah. But Dr. Umar Johnson comes back and y'all just gotta see how these fools talk. Like y'all do not sound like intellectuals and um, no, not leaders at all. Leaders and don't, definitely not, don't not behave not, like that at all. They need ever. to be leading black people like and this is uh, respectability aside. Like y'all yeah. just look like buffoons. Like yeah, that was. What I'm trying to think. Of, I was like, is this Cointel Pro funny? Bro, <laughs> they was cussing each other out. Like, like I'm serious. They was like, cussing more than they people? was saying stuff. Yeah. Like, and y'all supposed okay. to be general and doctor and this, this, and that. And yeah, that's a whole thing with him anyway. He was calling them albino bitches and yeah, um, like, all types of, excuse my language. This is not necessarily a family show, but. Goodness uh, gracious, life. you a pussy, motherfucker, and da, da, da. like it was so bad. I'm just sitting uh, here like, who was supposed to be rocking with? And then the, the debate, then the yeah. infamous. <laughs> that was gonna be a fight. The infamous debate, where, of course, what Dr. Umar challenges Dr. Sarasetti to De- in Detroit and. Yeah. Uh, what do you, what happened? Sarah said he is in like uh, Florida. He's like, oh, I can't make it, and I ain't coming. Yeah. But it's just this whole big thing where it, three questions, nigga. Three questions, <laughs> nigga. Uh, you, tell me what you do for your community. What have you done? Who endorses you? Like, just it's so stupid. Who endorses you? It's so yeah. bad. Like, and, and and all of this. I mean, that ain't even the focus of it, right? Like the yeah. videos. 
And the back and forth and the dialogue between them really just kind of got me thinking. Like, what? Do we need central, like, do these niggas speak for us? Like, do we need central, like, is that where we are as black people? Do we need more Kings, more Malcolm X's, more Garby's, more Du Bois's, more Obama's? Like, well, I ain't gonna say Obama because he didn't really speak for black people. But, Mm. like, Obama. Right. (laughs) Shut (laughs) up. Do we need do we need central black leaders? Like, is that something that our generation society needs, or is that kind of impossible? Is that not a thing anymore? I wouldn't say I wouldn't say it's impossible. It's like try to believe like Kevin Garnett say, uh, what did he say? You know, he said when he won the championship. Anyway, anything is uh, possible. I believe that. I believe that. Yeah, I mean, but what do you mean when you you say when you say that? But I I believe I believe there could be some type of leader in that fashion. But I also um aware of how it's a it's a it's a different time with just technology and social media yeah it would look different in these times to have a, a leader of that type but i'm not sure that's that's how we got to operate we, the our oppressors have have advanced um you know and we have to do the same definitely i mean so it's just it's just how do we how are you how what does that mean in that in in real life though you know that's and we i think we just get stuck collectively just because we because the problem still exists they do and i think what happens is like black people i think like you said people have advanced like the our enemy has advanced people who are against the advancement of black people of brown, mm-hmm. brown people of marginalized people their tactics have advanced Mm-hmm. And we've already done, we've done a lot of work and had a lot of successes and liberalism and these ideas that things have gotten better um, or that they can get better have become so embedded in like what we understand to be change that mm-hmm. like it's real nuanced. So you got a whole lot of, it's like not enough to like boycott buses no more. It's not right. enough to reject counters no more because we got some of that. We have. I guess the philosophy still remains the same because exactly. it, it, it hit them in their pockets. But it's you know, more, and it's more the embedded. Bus, yeah. yeah. So on that end, we could find we could find ways to really hit them. You know, Black Friday really people not going, you know, people still spending money buying stuff, mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. getting themselves like it's that type of. Um, you. With like that 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 uh that long consistent effort towards something like you talk about we have you talk about seen that Black Friday it makes me think about some of the stuff and, and just kind of the power that we can have on taking stances in days like that it it made me think about mm. doing the reading I was doing on um the on Black Wall Street and how much political capital mm. a and and not in actual material capital a black people have but two just how influential we are we were and are on the black like on the economy in and of itself mm. like if black people were able to spend more money within themselves the same way they did back then i think it said it took 18 months for the dollar for a dollar to leave black wall street to leave that very tight knit um, what was it like? I forget how many square blocks it was and kind of the makeup what it makeup it was, but it was very it started small. off as like a oil. Exactly, so it but turned small and it blew up to a place with like 
movie theaters, its own transition, uh, transition, uh, transportation system, schools, barbershops, businesses, Mm -hmm. banks, everything you can name. It was its own metropolis, if you will. And now, you know, compared to 18 months, it taking the dollar to get out of Black Wall Street. Guess how long it takes a dollar to make it out the black community now? Is it like minutes or something? An hour? 15, 15 minutes. Ooh. Damn. 15 minutes. And wow. so when you think just about bl- the power of black buying, black purchasing power, like how we spend our money, stuff like hair stores and restaurants and all type and, and, and bookstores and gift stores and gift shops and corner stores and all this type of stuff like that, people who have either infiltrated our community or that are not black or, you know, people we outsource these businesses to, we, Mm. you know, thinking completely differently does have a lot of power and potential. Um, We just got to think collectively. And here's the reason why I think it's such a challenge for us to think on the same page about one goal and tactic or to do like the same thing at once. And that's because honestly, black people have recognized and have had to exist in this place of multiplicities because they were always made to be marked to be just all the same niggas. So it's very Mm -hmm. interesting to me, stay with me, that before you was just black. Mm -hmm. And so black people just had to stick together. Now, the different context of blackness and how it comes kind of fractures how we will move towards stuff because you got people who's just like, nah, you too ratchet. I can't fool with you. Or mm-hmm. now nah, you you too respectable. I can't fool with you. Uh, <laughs> you too docile. I can't fool with you. Um, you too you kowtowing to the you know what I'm saying? Like you you ain't got enough money. Can't so fool we, with you. You too rich. You trying to use that against me? Can't fool with you. So or you got uh, so ain't rock you ain't rocking with that. We clickish now. We click into a it, but it, it's so wild because like and it, to an extent. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, sometimes we cling to the things that make us different as black people so much that we are not able to stay together long enough to stay focused on what is tying us together long enough, just long enough to have it translate into something. And I think that's what, you know what I'm saying? I don't know who needs to be making a black agenda. I don't know what a black agenda needs to look like. I don't know what should be the first thing on it versus the third thing on it versus the fifth thing on it. We can talk about it. But I I, I, I do think central, uh, a a group of people who I don't know, who who we're deputizing, Mm. who is we, uh, what are we deputizing these people to, but somebody, there has to be a clear articulation um, of not even demands, that's part of it, but I feel like our demands will fall on deaf ears, but just kind of covenants and agreements. and With each other? Nigga, with each other, like, about what yeah. we doing, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I think that's interesting, because you, you mentioned, like, these old leaders, and I think that's, to me, that's kind of in line with Garvey's, uh, the declaration that he made. Like, mm-hmm. I forgot, it's like the Declaration of Rights uh, that the Negro people, something like that. But, they came together, black people from all across the world came together, had a convention, and they was like, look, this is this is who we are, this is, they. I think they made demands in that as well, this is like in the 1920s, so, mm-hmm. but they made demands, I, I think, 
that's I feel like that's a good model that we should have. Like this needs to be an international effort. We gotta realize that it ain't just us over here. It's it's people over there. They might not even understand the type of uh you know struggles mm-hmm. or what what we go through here. They you know they go through something different in other places. Like like I was I was I ran into a Nigerian out here and I was talking talking to her about like. Her name, I thought that, I just thought it was tight that she, you know, had her name that she was given while she was well, she was born in Nigeria. So her name mm-hmm. obviously wasn't Westernized. And I was like, yo, that's that's cool. You, you know, you still get to hold on your identity. And she was we had a whole conversation. I was talking about slave names and all that, because I've I've found my name was like tied to like Scott Scottish uh slave owners. Right. My last name is just a color. Just lazy white people just pick so. something. <laughs> we won't call it that. So I don't know. It's just we were having that back and forth when it just she had no idea. Didn't even think it was a big deal at all. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wow. Like, I didn't even think I would have to, like, kind of break it down for sure to you. You know, I was like, oh, damn, that's that's strange. But I mean, I mean it's so many. It's so it many needs, it varying levels of consciousness. Yeah. Yeah. It needs to be a connection and it has to be maybe it starts small, but then it has to, it has to become global at some point. Yeah, we got to start agreeing about stuff that we just not going to do do to each other, too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, we got to go back to some old school principle oriented, you know, like, I mean, just even gangsters and thugs out of code. And I really do. Forget, yeah. I, I miss that. Like, just that part of Word how of you moved around. You know what I'm saying? Just like black people had a code. People had a, a understand, understanding. Um, that could not be violated, could not be crossed, but everybody's so desperate and everybody just trying to survive and everybody out here just trying to get it that people forget about it. You know what I mean? And mm. I get it in one breath and I hate it in the other one. So, yeah, like, we it, came to this weird. over time and it's, you know, they, they fought us hard to get us here. We just got to fight harder to just find a way to like climb up out of that. Cause For sure. I think something along the line, those lines has to, has to go down, like with some type of agenda declaration whatever you you call it that i mean anything anything that puts some, some backbone into what we need something, something that puts some backbone to it just put some yeah. bone i ain't saying it gotta be the flesh it doesn't have to be the breath it doesn't have to be the spirit and the soul of all black people but that's what would make me the most excited and the most happy is just uh, uh, you know, we saw the women's the, the march on Washington. We saw these marches mm-hmm. happen around the world. I think the biggest march um, was actually clocked here in LA. Um, okay. It was even bigger than the one in Washington. Total amount of uh, uh, these were the stats I heard. Um, all fifty states participated in this particular march. They had representation from all fifty states. Um, the largest gathering was in LA with um, like. 750,000 people or something wild like that. Um, mm-hmm. 500,000 people, something like that. Let me not lie. Like Sean Spicer tried to lie about Trump's uh, crowds. Uh, me and half. Gas, right. <laughs> Don't want to gas it. However, <laughs> there were a lot of people out here, I think country, nationwide, mm-hmm. 2 million protests worldwide. You add another million people onto that. Right? So you had a moment what is being argued as the largest single protest not in a, in in American history and probably in world history right wow, the largest I single mean... protest in American history for sure mm-hmm. and quite potentially like just at the same time the world just being like mm-hmm, nah 
about women's issues. Imagine. Mm-hmm. And I, anti-blackness is a hell of a drug. So I don't even anticipate that the entire world be able to rally around black people like that. Let me not get it twisted. Mm-hmm. Especially not American black people. Because they there's American exceptionalism. It's the world's issues with anybody born on this. You know, th- There's a lot of issues wrapped up that are not cut and dry by black people in this world. True, true. And anti-blackness has, has, has done that to us. But even a sliver um, of some of that, some of that just momentum, and, and this is not sliding Black Lives Matter or nothing like that, but even that particular campaign, I think the reason why a lot of people were able to get it twisted and, you know, abuse it, and this is not to say, you know, white people weren't malicious and just kind of calling it what it is, but that's because I think consistency and organization of what the vision of this was was mm-hmm. just something that never really took the shape that I wish it could take. And a lot of people, you know, will say, logically, that wasn't possible. People, you know, the the, the queer women who, you know, got together and said, this is going to be a thing, just, just wanted it to stop. They wanted the police brutality to stop. They wanted the uh, in, in, inequity to stop. And so they didn't really have a big picture plan. And so I, it all, I always come back to, am I asking for too much? Like, that's really what mm-hmm. I, my, my statements end up being reduced down to, because it's like, I get it. There are constraints, there are issues, there are things that you can't plan for. But we got to find a way, especially since I, don't, I really don't think it's possible to have a leader, three leaders, a group that leads all black people. Like We got to find a way to get the message out to each other to share a common understandings about what's next for us. And I just don't know what that is. So at this, at this time, we don't have nobody to send. I can't. I can't pick up a. I can't think of. Can can you? I can't think of a person that I'd be like. This is the person I think we need to be sending to go speak. Not even to okay, people in the okay. White House or to politics, but about Black people. I ain't got one. Like Jesse Williams. All right, Jesse Williams. Michelle Obama. Jesse Williams and Michelle Obama. <laughs> yes. Jesse Williams and Michelle we'll Obama. Finally, win. Yeah. That's who I choose. He can go say stuff. I like when he starts talking real smart. I even say Colin Kaepernick because he pisses people off. Mm-hmm. Um, he ain't got to say nothing. He's got to stand there with his he afro. He just got to stand there with that afro and whatever shirt of the day he's going to wear with a message that mm-hmm. niggas don't appreciate, that, that white people don't appreciate. Because <laughs> he's been wearing, like, every time I look up, he got some trendy shirt, some hoodie, some yeah. hat that just says something that says, says it all. And I, for one, am here for it. He putting on. But the three of them, maybe they need to be some mouthpieces for us. Cause but they got they got I jobs. Know. I don't know. Maybe we'll just keep them on standby. But I think what like what Kaepernick's doing, I'm not sure what Jesse Jesse Williams is doing, but I know he's I mean he's just always, you know, talk. he's always Johnny on the spot yeah, with yeah, just yeah. right the right words to say. And then you, we gotta have the words. We gotta have it all. We gotta have the words. We gotta have the action. We gotta have. Mm-hmm. It. Mm-hmm. I'm, uh, and I like the I like that group. That's a good list. I mean, um, if I can use my imagination, <laughs> we all know it'll never come to pass. Um, I just I just sit here and think about it. Like, okay. Hmm. Yeah, <laughs> like. Barack, <clears> excuse me. Yeah, you about. you good. You had a shot. Yeah, you had a chance. Um, but. Much like Salt Bay, you know, we can't never get that finesse on it like we like it and like we love it. So we just gotta let it be what it is. 
Oh, kind of let it be what it is. But black I don't, folk convention, I don't know. black folk convention, black folk convention. Yes, but the people who can't come to that convention are Dr. Uh, Omar Johnson and General Sarasetti. They are not allowed um, to participate. They have disqualified themselves. I no Ray longer Lewis, believe. Steve Harvey, Martin Luther King, uh, the, the third, Junior the third. <sighs> I'm over them too. Um, they definitely on my list. Um, how you on the outside of the club? You can't even get in. Nah. Uh, you know, <laughs> we chilling. What you gonna do? How you do? talk shit from the outside of the club? You what can't you even do get later? Leg oh, out. We, oh, we gonna be over here, Bruh. But I, I just, I'm, fo- I'm, I'm not fooling with it. And so, H and I C. I don't think we need one of those. I don't think we need a head nigga in charge. Um, I definitely need, think we need more black women. Um, at the forefront of a whole lot of business that we're doing. That's neither here nor there. I just love black women. I am a black woman, so whatever. But we got to get these 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 mouthpieces that's trying to lead us out the way because they ain't got it. That's all I'm saying. Oh. They don't, they don't got it. I was going to say something. Fuck what you going to um, say? What, what, what? Oh, damn them niggas. Uh, uh, um, move, move, moving on. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> well... <laughs> <laughs> nah, I mean, we actually said we was going to make this a Vader episode anyway, so... Yeah, the Vader takeover. The Vader takeover for this episode, I right, definitely am up? here for it, um, just because the wave that uh, your boy is on, like, I, I I feel it. I definitely... This next song is called... Uh, what's my song Tender, called? Tender Kisses. Tender Kisses. Um, it kind of gives me a little bit of that Childish vibe, you know? Childish just came out with that real wavy, like, kind of funk project or whatever, yeah. And it's just it gives me that kind of feeling of just sitting back and and grooving. Like I really mm-hmm. did like this song a whole lot. We wanted to sit y'all back this episode. We know we just got back. So we yeah, chill. So just ease into it right quick. Yeah, sit back yeah. and um check out your boy Vader. Vader Honcho. What is it? Lord Vader Honcho. Vader Lord Honcho. What is it? On on, on Instagram. Lord dot Vader dot Honcho. Vader Mondo. Um, and then the website they're working on, uh, VaderMG.com, coming up soon. Vader is a, is a music group that he has uh, several artists. he got producers, uh, singers, rappers. So he's he trying to do it big, doing it with his family. So you know we all about showing love, people doing their thing out here. So shout out to you, bro. It's the Vader Takeover. And Absolutely. the next track is... Tender Kisses. Hey, hey.
right, that was Tender Kisses. Make sure y'all check them out, man. Appreciate your love, man. And uh, and man. don't forget, y'all, if y'all got songs, one last plug for the email, email at gmail.com, email at gmail.com. Send your music, send your instrumentals, send your poetry, send your prose, send your thoughts. Yo, if you just, you, you want to rant real quick about something, and as long as it's heat and as long as it's fire, we can find a place for it on the show. We're just definitely trying to give you a platform just like we got a platform to spit the real uh to share what you got and to chop it up so make sure you are sending stuff to that email we want to know what you think all right hey hey y'all be looking out for the uh for the facebook page too definitely yeah we got a facebook page coming it's coming it's coming it's 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 gonna be lit we're expanding we're expanding one thing at a time but nah um what what is is it time is it time to shine some light it's time for the excellence chop it's time for the excellence chop so i don't know what was it uh Oh, yeah, your boy Ross. Rick Ross. Buy back the block. Okay, okay. Um, and, you know, we've had our issues with Ross, but, you know, yeah, this, yeah, we're, yeah. we're a show I, with a politic of forgiveness around here. So, <laughs> you know, yeah, we forgive, but we don't forget. Yeah, I thought about that. Soon, every time I hear his name, you know, I always think about uh, some, of, some of the lyrics from the past. But uh, the song Buy Back the Block with 2 Chains and Gucci Mane, I was like, it really, I, what was it? I heard it on, um, what was it? I heard it on satellite radio, and I only, heard, I've only heard it once, um, on the radio station. But I was like, they really talking about buying back their neighborhood and like, you know, making it cool to be in your neighborhood and like buying mm-hmm. your block, flipping it, and making money. Some on some Black Wall vibe. Street type. Exactly. So I was yeah. just like, I'm listening to the song, like, man, for real, Rose, that's how you feeling. I was like, man, this is this is too throw to me, and um, it just got me real excited to hear. You know, I, I know he's been having he does the wing stop, and you know, uh, I know he's got a bunch of other stuff, but stuff Pairs. that really that really ain't good for us. I think he just Pairs. got a, a checkers as well. Pairs. Pairs. I like pears. That's what he. What he oh, was oh, oh, oh. <laughs> pears. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done being boozy. I'm lost, but anyway, yeah, uh, back. I don't know. He, you know, I know he's been doing this thing, but to hear him make it in a song, which I know how, like, just the power of music is just to input ideas. I just thought yeah. that was that was really dope. And then, so like, kind of buy back the block. Yeah, buy back the block. And then you had Slim Thug was kind of on the on the social media, riding around in Houston, talking about his construction thing he got going on called Boss Life Construction. And he talking about, you know, uh, what did he say? His his quote was, if you love your hood, buy your hood. If you love your hood, buy your hood. And I was like, okay, Slim Thug. I I, I love I love seeing that. And especially from from these guys, these uh these rappers, these hip hop artists, and you know, uh they just so influential yeah. on our people. So to hear them talking about, you know, using your dollars, putting it back in your your community and buying it. Before the white folks come by and put a, a Whole Foods in your neighborhood, yeah, like, with the quickness, you know. What Again, I'm saying? So, your money leaving fast, fifteen minutes, so and it's gone I, out of our community. Yeah, so I'm like, oh, just making that cool. I just feel like it'll have a lasting impact. Like it over time, we'll we'll see, like just for them making it like the thing to do. Like just the effects that I have, it, they just keep playing those seeds. Mm-hmm. So. You know, I just thought that was uh, definitely worthy of the excellence chop. You know, we definitely, we were talking about it uh, earlier about, um, you know, how a dollar circulates 
Absolutely. In our community is out so fast, didn't even know it was 15 minutes. Wow. It's crazy, but. Yeah. No, it's, you know, you got what, Jada, Jada Kiss, Styles P, got a juice bar. They got, they got going okay. on in the hood. Like, it's just people out here doing, like, things and just keep it going. Yeah, just things you don't expect, but things that you should expect. Because black keep people it. always on the move. Never, never yeah. soon. Never sleep. Yeah, it's just, it's good to see. It's just good to see, you know. Hopefully, it just keeps seeing more and more. And just, it's, it's becomes to a point where it's just normal. Yeah, I mean, one, know, one other, just, I guess, the new normal, though, is, is, uh, what was you about to say? My bad, I didn't mean to cut nah, you. Nah, nah, that, that was it. I was just, I'm just, I'm just glad to see it. Just, I just want to see it be normal. Like, just yeah. like boom, that's the thing. Going on people's stuff. Well, I think, you know what I'm saying, one of the ways things are, you know, getting real normal, you know, in terms of music, uh, uh, more specifically, is with Coachella, you know what I'm saying? I think this new lineup that they have coming out speaks to the fact that um, yeah. they, they peep in game. They see who's running it, um, the music yeah. industry. Because when you start to get down to these music festivals, especially, you know, they like to stick to a brand. It's yep. a million different music festivals. So they like, if you want that, you go over there. But Coachella has uh, gotten real dark. Uh, yeah, for the for 2017 what's what's some of that looking like it's black as hell this year oh uh, it's not even blackish it's just black <laughs> it's black oh, they black. Got, it's black black y'all with light skin beyonce headline the whole thing yeah um, shout out now nah, um this now nah, this is huge for coachella i'm i'm salty um me and mj was trying to get out here but yeah <sighs> Not making it, but Beyonce I'm, first. I, I, I stay down the street and I ain't going. Yeah, so I'm we, yeah, we, yeah, we ain't even going to put it all that how we was just, yeah, anyway. um, I don't know. This is big, though. First black woman to headline Coachella. It's been first first woman in 10 years, and it's only been like three women, three women in total that have mm. ever headlined Coachella. So That's big. This is just huge all in itself. Uh, as a woman, as a black woman. Um, so I know this is this is big for her. Um, and then, but it's just it's it's got black folks all in it, and it's not really catered toward uh, for our artists. That uh, well, I wouldn't even say that because you have black artists that we really don't cater to that are in all types of other genres. That I, I when I got to go to uh, Coachella in 2014, I saw I'm like wow, like you know you got a look over here, you got the black drummers, and you know half the band is black, then you got one the whole band mm. is black. You're like damn, our people is out here. Is they just not like the the focal point of the act. But for them to be the focal points of these acts, you got Kendrick headlining, you got uh, uh, Future, Gucci Mane, Lil Uzi Vert, Travis Scott, Salons. Like, that's that's dope. Like, when I went, they were, like, I'm trying to think. We saw Kid Cudi, Yeah, Solange. just, it was thick. But it wasn't like this. Like, damn. Yeah. So, Al- Aloe Black, like, <laughs> all the black people we saw, I think so. Outcast. Yeah, I, I remember that, yeah. But... It, and even this list I even just gave is it's more like on list. I'm like that is that is really cool to see the how they kind of took over Coachella for this year. And, yeah. and the, I mean it's it's tons of artists and acts out there, so it's not like they they it's we well represented this year. I would say that. So. I'm, I'm. It's gonna be a real good look. I mean, I really. I might last year. Um, I had a friend of mine who ended up being a potential plug for it, and I just didn't care. Enough about the lineup yeah, to be like. I told oh, you to hold on to that plug, Tori yeah, G. Hold on. Listen, plug. listen. With plugs come yeah. responsibilities. Responsibilities come time. Time come yeah. emotional energy, and I ain't got none. Of, I ain't got none. Uh, no extra. No extra. Yeah, yeah. So, but I, I mean, hear you. I hear you. I, you never know. I might send a little friendly snap 
Like, hey, <laughs> um, and we, we might we see was, what's going. I don't know. I just don't yo, know. We 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 spend days like going back and forth about how we can get out there. <laughs> like day, we like yo, we can die. I'm like ah, shit, yeah, we, nah, I can't. Like, you know we. And sometimes when it's that good, you know what I'm saying. You definitely want to make a way, but whew, hopefully yeah. this is the sign of things to come. You know what I'm saying? Like Coachella, you you made it sound like a real nice experience, and if they have. You know, a lot of good people on the lineup. I, that's an investment I might have to fool around and make. Yeah, you just, you got to be prepared. Like, do it. And we talked about it, like, yeah, September, October. Like, hey, what you think about Coachella next year? Uh, I don't know. Let's talk about it later. And never talk yeah, about it again. Yeah, so I, we kind of came to the resolution. Like, it was our fault. Why we can't go? I'm it's trying. just one of those. If you plan ahead of time, it's something I'm that trying. you can do. But I was like, damn, what's the lineup come out? It's too late. I'm sure enough, Shane. I'm Shane. Yeah, this is true because by the time the lineup came up, uh, I had heard the buzz about the tickets and stuff like that before. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, so you snooze, you lose. You know what I'm saying? But, um, I mean, at least shout out to the festival itself. Shout out to Beyonce, yep, yep. to Kendrick, to uh, Uzi, to whomever. Who else? Uh, Slange. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, shit. Uh, you already the sisters doing the tour. That's lit. I mean, that's yeah. I mean not the tour, but the but the the um. Solange is like a Coachella regular. Yeah, she does it. This might be her, like a fourth one or something, but mm-hmm. for Beyonce to come headline, and, and damn, it's a good look. That's, that's pretty big. I'm not even a Beyonce fan, but just being a fan of the festival itself, and then just appreciating. You know, uh, entertainer. I would. Yeah, you know, you know, you know, she pull numbers. You know who she is. You know what she do. I would definitely enjoy to see that, but just in that environment, because she doesn't really do just just because of the type of shows she does. She doesn't really do the festivals Mm -hmm. because it's more organic. You gonna, you know, she gonna. I know she. I know she be tore up on stage. You know, sweating and all that. But the festival is even different. Like you outside in the desert, like so. I know she's gonna kill it and all the other artists. So maybe next year. Yeah. In the meantime, shout out to y'all for even getting the stage. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a that's a big deal. That's a good move. Right on. Um, our last uh, excellence chop entry uh, is coming straight from Young Jewel Jones. He What's is up? What's up? Uh, representing, and he's been all over my um, my Twitter feed and my Facebook feed in terms of being the youngest state representative uh, from the state of Michigan at age 21. Uh, this, however, is not his first time making history because at age 20, he was the youngest city council member ever in the city of Inkster, Michigan, um, and has just uh, really been on the mood and swayed the people. I think he won his nomination, if I'm not mistaken, against uh, whomever he ran against by like 66% or something wow. ridiculous. Yeah, let me see. He uh, won, he, he won uh, 22,574 votes, winning him 66%, whereas Robert Pope uh, got 11,000, and this is the next closest person, got 11,553 11, votes, which is a 63% of the split. So, Hmm. Uh, and I guess the rest of the candidates probably split the rest of it the other ways. But twenty-two five versus eleven five is about wow. half, <laughs> and Smash. that means he dusted that man, um, which is 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 just mad impressive. He is not only though, and something to understand, he's not only the state representative, but he's also a double major 
full-time student at the University of Michigan in Dearborn. Uh, his majors are poli-sci and financing, okay. or finance, rather. And he is, like, a Navy Reserve person. So, yeah. like, he, like, is in the military and, and serving in that way. Um, some America. Of, killing it. The, the issues. <laughs> I wanted to kind of yeah. highlight the issues that he ran on and that he's kind of dedicating to the people of Michigan. And he says, and this is a direct quote about the issues he's most passionate about and how to bring about change. He says, I would love to change the culture of the state legislature in terms of secession planning, deeper grassroots involvement, and more representative representation. I'm passionate about strengthening families, economic and community development, public safety, addressing income inequality and insurance, and service quality and delivery to the people we represent. So it sounds like, uh, just in a nutshell, he's dedicated to uh, bringing people real representation, people, people reality, people, um, the types of politics that they need on a grassroots and on a fundamental level and really being concerned about the makeup of communities and how things function. Um, the last thing I want to say about him is another quote about kind of what he shared about his thoughts in terms of Donald Trump. Cause I thought, Hmm, you know, you and him won mm. your positions at the same time. Right. So, what what is kind of your reflections on him? He says, I mean, what can I say? I campaigned for Hillary Rodham Clinton and the election did not turn out as expected per se. Donald Trump is our president elect and right now what is important is preparing ourselves as a people to learn how to navigate under his leadership. I have heard a plethora of negative things concerning Donald Trump. Nevertheless, I remain optimistic and pray that it will not be as bad as everyone is saying. So hmm. um he's, you know, at least encouraged and motivated enough to stay connected and stay plugged in. And while I won't say he's a, a textbook example of, you know, what it's supposed to look like for black people in this country to get involved and get engaged, he's definitely a great example of what that can look like for people who say, you know, I'm going to run with this thing and I'm going to get in there and make holes and and, and create uh, and carve out spaces for people who need to be heard. And so shout out to Jewel Jones, you know what I'm saying, so for the state. Shout out to Jewel Jones, future president. Right. Uh, 2047. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, you know, he looked like uh, what's that boy name? Um, off a of doggone, and I know he done heard it a million times off the of Empire. Um, I can't um, remember his name. No, I don't even watch it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'll like, like, help you out. Nah, I ain't got you. You wild. He looked like Jamal off of Empire or whatever. But and I'm pretty sure he ain't heard it a thousand times. You know, he kind of um, what they call butterscotch complected. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's giving a he, you know he's giving some Obama tease a little bit, so I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure he's he's heard both of those enough. You look like you look like the dude from Empire, and you gonna be the next Obama. But mm-hmm. uh, both are true, uh, both are real, and um, I'm excited to see what this very young individual at 21. I'm 27. That's, I couldn't imagine amazing. doing that at yeah. 21 years old. Yeah. Um, couldn't couldn't fathom it. Couldn't fathom, nice. you know, being on a city council at twenty. And I I did community politics. I tried to be involved in my community, but um, when you see somebody moving like that, you know, you got to people out. If you want to people out on Instagram and see more about what he's about, his Instagram is Jewel J E W E L L Jones M I. So Jewel Jones M I on Instagram. Um, and I think that's where you get a lot of the information about what he's up to and, and on the medium a- that I'm sure you have. I'm sorry, he's a state representative? He is the state representative for the state of wow. Michigan. Yes. That is, man. That's awesome. He's representing the 11th district in the Michigan House of Representatives. Wow. So, he's he's Shout on the move. Out. He's on the move. Um, 
and, and connecting dots, defying history, defining history, um, and taking out old white people um, as he does it. So <laughs> shout out to you. Michigan is trying to, they, I heard some other young politicians um, out there or maybe in Detroit, but I know there's, it's like there's a happening going on with the young uh, black leaders in politics. Mm. So come on, Michigan. Let's. You look too cold for my liking, but I'll shout you out, though. Cold in the mug. Speaking of places to shout out, I think this is a great way to close the show, and I kind of wish we would have opened it up like this, but it's all good. Um, shout out to all of our listeners that we have all over oh, the place. Yeah. Um, I've been yes. keeping track and looking at the maps, and uh, KG even hit me up like, yo, did you see this? But, I mean, we have listeners in, um, shoot, Missouri, Kansas, Colorado, Texas, Illinois, uh, yeah. Maryland, yeah. New York, yeah. uh, Florida, Mississippi, Alabama, hey. uh, somebody else down there, Georgia, uh, Michigan. Uh, we got listeners in Mexico. We got listeners in Canada. We got listeners yeah. in Norway. North we got North listeners. America. Yeah, yo, we got listeners in... Uh, <laughs> Goodness gracious, where am I? I took a picture of it because it, uh, it blew my, my mind so bad. My phone died. Uh, we got listeners in Turkey. We got listeners in Pakistan. We got listeners in Cameroon. We got somebody in the Netherlands listening. Like, I don't know how y'all are finding the chop up. I wish I would comment and let somebody know. Um, yeah. But, like, I would just love, comment on SoundCloud, y'all. Comment on um, Blog Talk Radio. Comment on iTunes Wherever you can let us know, let us send, send an email, the chop up email at gmail.com and let us know how you find out about the show. What made you listen? And, and just know we appreciate you and love you for that. You know what I'm saying? Right like, goodness, hey. like from sea to shining sea. Shout out to you. Who? And the people. Shout out yeah. to the people. I'm like, me, I ain't do nothing. They the ones listening. I just get on here and run no, they, I, hope, I hope they looked up like, he talking to me yeah <laughs> shout out to you shout out to the people yeah that's, that's love and we just we appreciate it we appreciate it and uh be on the lookout for that uh facebook page definitely we're gonna stay tuned and stay in touch with y'all that's what we're not only gonna post um you know the show and that we want to hear from y'all and have some dialogues with y'all but we'll post our random thoughts both of us will have a chance to kind of post um questions and chop it up with you really on the facebook page as well as uh you know issues we think that are important that throughout the weeks and throughout the times we're not talking to each other that y'all can um stay tuned and stay plugged in and we'll be chopping it up about that way you can always know what we, we we're you know bouncing off each other and what we could potentially be talking about on the show okay definitely 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 we in this thing. I, I the the vision looks good. Twenty seventeen is here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we feeling good. Looking good. <laughs> hey, yeah. hey, hey, I'm ready. Twenty seventeen. What's up? It's a beautiful. Hey, speak your speech, bro. Speak your speech. Yeah, you speak. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> speak your speech. Uh, it's such a great line. Like, yeah, yeah. That yeah. you do have to do that, but. I don't know how to do the, that. The I'm not gonna lie. I'm still not was sure. It was just toe up. Terrible. I don't know. Um, that's be, yeah, that's just okay. Don't be like Dr. Umar Johnson. <laughs> be better than that. Strive higher. Um, higher heights and deeper depths this year, y'all. Rock it out. Thank y'all for coming back with the uh, the first show of 2017. And we're going to see y'all again real soon. Because you already know what it is. It's the chop hey. up. Hey. Peace. We out.
is the chop up, this is the chop up, this is the chop up and no one can do it live. My name is Cam G, the coolest, allow me to do the honor. I'm with my sister Toya G and she's straight out of KC. Moved to the west coast but still gon' keep it G. We got together to give the people something that's free.